Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Paxahau Radio, Episode 7. Tonight's guest is no stranger to the Detroit music scene and arts community. She's had quite a busy year with releasing new music, playing abroad, as well as her breakthrough performance at Movement. I was there. It was sweet. Thank you. Uh, let's welcome Rebecca Goldberg. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. So you just got back from traveling around Europe. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip? Um, I spent some time in Greece and Paris, which was um, not my first time over there, but um, definitely a really prolific trip for me. I have some contacts in both places for radio and uh, the DJ world, so I had the opportunity to go back and do a couple radio shows and a couple club gigs, which was really intense traveling, but awesome to reconnect with friends and share some music out there. You played in Greece last year also, right? Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine, Katu, who has played here numerous times, um, most recently at TV Bar, mm -hmm. um, became a good friend of mine. And uh, through her, I met some people out in Athens, Greece. And then I have some radio contacts in Thessaloniki, Greece as well. Nice. So I spent time in both places. And uh, same thing in Paris. I was uh, part of a documentary called Music on the Road Project. And uh, through those guys, I got to play at a venue called Batafar, which is like a club on a boat in the river in Paris, which is really Oh, cool. right on. Yeah. How many, how many people on the boat? Was, did you say it was like something like kind of small? Was it an intimate? Um, yeah, it was really small. And um, it was a little chilly there when I went, but we all like huddled together and kept warm. So that was really cool. Those guys are um, doing big things and premiered the documentary on a TV channel out there. So I got to be like a part of the big premiere event. So awesome. It's got to be so cool, like playing on a little Parisian boat <laughs> in like the channels there. It is really cool. And um, I really I enjoy those sort of gigs because it's like sharing music from home and from friends and from Detroit. And I know that it's like maybe the first time that those people have ever gotten to hear this music before. Sure. So that's really important to me. There's a big appetite in France for <laughs> Detroit music, for sure. Yes, there is. A deep appreciation for our culture there. Mm -hmm. People like uh, Terrence Parker and Rick Wilhite and Norm Talley, Carl Craig, they're over there like all the time. So uh, it's got to be pretty great to like see, be in a city that responds really well to our music. Totally. And they're all really curious about what we do here and um, our sound and just how we're keeping up with things. So to be able to share what I can for that is really cool. Nice. Well, welcome home. Thank you. It's great to have you back in Detroit. It is good to be back. Um, you are like very busy with <laughs> lots of projects. What, what fuels your creativity when you're not designing or working with music? Um, hmm. What fuels it? I mean, for me, like art and music aren't very separate. I participate in both aspects of like our scene and our culture. I do a lot of um, graphic design work freelance. A lot of it is for music artists. I've de um, designed like album covers and record art and flyers and um, different like internet marketing. for Any, any like noteworthy shout outs um, <laughs> in any of the design world? Sure. Um, I just did uh, an EP for System Recordings, which is um, a Detroit label. Mm -hmm. And Patrice Scott is the head of that. It was for Javante's uh, most recent EP. So that was really cool. I'm nice. really happy with the artwork for that. And I'll be doing more for that label. Um, I've done a lot of design work for Keith Worthy's label, Aesthetic Audio, and my own releases as well. So I've done some like packaging work and design work and then flyers for, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people, a lot of stuff you've probably seen. So that's really important to me. The look and the sound kind of go together and um, continuing that aspect of the culture 
So yeah, I'm pretty busy. I do like a lot of my own photography and um, I go exploring a lot around Detroit. There's plenty to look at. Um, I mean, let's see, I've got like a t-shirt that you've designed. <laughs> I have a button, a few buttons you've designed. I have my eye on some canvases you've painted. Yes. And you make great tunes. Thank uh, you. Appreciate aside that. from all that, you're like a really decorated radio DJ. You have a pretty extensive resume in the radio world. Um, and it'd be really like great to talk about like everything where you're at right now, but I really would like to hear about your like origins. So what was your first radio show? Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't, I didn't like come up in the warehouse, like rave party time, you know, that was a little bit before my time. Um, even like club culture is something that I wasn't exposed to until later on, but radio is something I definitely grew up with and, uh, music shopping and collecting and CDs and then records and, um, tapes. So... I was most influenced by radio, and I always wanted to be a part of that. So I got to do the WHFR show, which is out of Henry Ford Community mm -hmm. College in Dearborn. Um, and I did that a few times for um, some techno shows. And then um, I've also done the WDET local station for Sunday sessions, which airs Sunday evenings. And I did like some really cool um, deep house stuff. And then like, they're really open to letting me do whatever. So radios, it's really different than your typical DJ gig. You know, you're not in front of a dance floor audience. So the intent is different. It's a different type of storytelling. So I really enjoy that. I'm happy to do this for the same reason. You know, it's like, um, a different environment and you can be listening to the radio at home in bed or in the car or, you know, it's just um, you're not like, like I said, in front of a dance floor. So it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, you get to play whatever you want, too, when you're doing the radio. I well. mean, to an extent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you may have to people please in some way, shape or form. Sure. But you definitely, uh, certainly I've heard you play like a very wide variety of music. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to breaking new music... What are you looking for in a song for it to get on your radar and to like ultimately make it into your crate? Sure. Um, I would say it, it definitely depends on the show that I'm preparing for. Uh, like I said, if it's going to be aired on the radio, I consider the audience and the time or new music that I'm listening to and if that would be appropriate. Um, I also, like I said, think of it as storytelling. So all of it... Uh, even if it crosses genres or styles, needs to like make one cohesive story for me. So like tonight, um, I'll be playing techno, which I don't do all the time. And, uh, you know, my usual gigs aren't really like techno focused, but I thought this would be a good opportunity to showcase, you know, that sort of music that I'm listening to. So just, uh, it's usually like whatever I'm listening to at the moment and whatever story I want to tell. Yeah, I heard you getting ready. It was pretty ripping. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, the techno side of you has to offer up tonight. Thank you. Anything coming up from any of your projects you want to highlight? Um, yeah, I just uh, finished an EP. I've been um, in talks about doing a project for the Detroit Underground label. And... That is more of like experimental, I wouldn't say ambient, but maybe more along that line of things. I really like experimental electronic music and my productions have kind of been reflective of that. I've put out a few uh, different EPs and they're more in that direction. So I just finished one and I think we're going to do a cassette release for that. So I'm excited about it. It's a great label for you know, the cohesiveness between art and music right, for sure as exactly. well. Mm -hmm. Great design work behind that label. Yes. Kiro, shout out. What's up, Kiro? <laughs> um, your set at Movement this year was a real treat. Thank you. Uh, what was it like? What was um, it like being in, in the pocket like that? I mean, Movement is, I mean, I think it's it's the gig 
that every Detroit DJ wants when they are, you know, thinking about something they want to achieve. And I was really happy to be a part of it and just really wanted to showcase our roots as well as, you know, where Detroit is going with things. So, um, you know, all my friends were there, everyone important to me was there. So that was really cool to play at home for my people. And like like at least another (laughs) thousand people on top of that. (laughs) You know, it's... uh, The crowd was banging. I mean, that was... uh, We had a great weekend weather-wise and people-wise. And um, I was, I felt ready and, um, you know, it's an experience I'd like to have again. Just saying. (laughs) It looked like you really had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot uh, of fun. The whole experience from, you know, it's not just about the gig and uh, being able to be on that playing field with a certain caliber of artists is just like, I felt really blessed. So I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. How has Detroit as a city helped shape you as an artist? Um, So much. I mean... Everything I've learned has come from my peers, definitely either giving me chances or pointers or opportunities or music, Um, you know, and I I try to do that for people that I know in this community as well that I believe in and um, whether it's letting me be on a bill or design for them or just, you know, sharing and exchanging ideas and creativity. it's it's happening right here there's so much focus on detroit and like we're right in the middle of it so just that as well as you know like the creative side just exploring around detroit and having that influence in the history of this music like it's really important that we continue to uphold this like thing that's been created for us so i try to do my best and um hope that the way I do things maybe can help somebody else learn the way they want to find their path as well. Well put. It is a great city to explore. Yes. <laughs> uh, any upcoming gigs here you want to highlight? Um, I am playing this weekend at TV Bar with uh, Delano, and he is bringing DJQ for the first time to Detroit, which is an awesome thing to be a part of. Um, Hazmat's on the lineup as well. He's going to be doing a live set. Great lineup. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. DJQ in Detroit. Yeah. Huge. Totally huge. So, and I um, I designed the flyer for our, our oh, gig nice. upcoming. So that was cool. So that's on Saturday night. And then um, in a couple weeks, I will be traveling to Pittsburgh. And I'm playing at Hot Mass. Woo! Dang, girl. <laughs> Thanks. It's that good year for you. Yeah, Hot Mass is amazing. Um, Pittsburgh's really close to Detroit. If none of you have been out there yet, I recommend you spend a Saturday and Sunday out there. It's uh, it's close enough, and that is like one of the best parties. Road so. trip. <laughs> yeah, please come. I'm playing on the 17th. Um, I guess it's like technically the 18th, but um, I've seen some of my favorite Detroit DJs play there. Dan Bell's played, Erica um, Minx, and um, Mike Huckabee's played at Hot Mass. So I've definitely known about it for a few years, and to be added like to that family is really cool. Like I'm stoked Sweet. to bring it out there. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Great job. Well, it was great chatting with you today. Thank uh, you. Let's move it over to the DJ booth for the next 45 minutes with Rebecca Goldberg here on Pexile Radio. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Well, Rebecca Goldberg is going to smash it down here in our secret lair. We are excited to have her on the decks. Stay tuned.
acid. Radio episode seven. Thanks for 